Hi, and welcome back to Senior Living Simplified. I am your host, Christina Hodak. Today, we are going to be talking about a challenge that a lot of families face going into moving from their home that they have lived in for years, maybe raised their family, and it's time to transition into a senior care setting of some sort, be it independent living, assisted, or maybe even memory care. You know, a lot of families uh, or individuals themselves haven't taken the time to properly financially plan like we should have. Mm -hmm. That's a reality that a lot of people face, so you're definitely not alone in, in that challenge. But luckily, we have people like my guest today, Logan Hassinger. Yes. Welcome, yeah. Logan. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here with yes, us. Yes, absolutely. Logan uh, created his company uh, similarly to the way that the podcast was created. You know, like I've shared with you guys before, my background uh, for over a decade, an area of focus has been geriatric nursing. That led to a career that transitioned from nursing on the floor to being on the administrative side of things, which also kind of bled into doing sales and marketing for senior living services. And during all of those phases of my career, I would meet with families and similar uh, concerns and problems would come up. One of them being, how am I going to pay for this? Either I need this service, my loved one needs this service, uh, but we didn't make all the arrangements that maybe we could have. Life gets in the way sometimes. So, you know, the podcast was created for helping families navigate through different challenges with senior living. Uh, similarly, Logan's yes. job kind of made him create this company because of what you started with. Can right. you talk about a little I, bit of how you began? Yeah, absolutely. So we started in real estate in 2015. Um, we were buying homes from all kinds of folks, uh, different families for, uh, everybody had a different reason for selling. Um, but over the course of, I guess, five, six years, I started looking through the information that we had had on, on our families and situations, uh, just in terms of how can we better serve 80% um, of who we were, were purchasing homes from. And a common theme was seniors or um, the adult children of, of seniors. And, and really, um, you know, common reasons for selling were the, the passing of a loved one and the home sitting vacant um, and, and kind of falling apart. You know, if, when a home's not used, um, surprisingly, it does start to uh, fall apart over the over months and, and even a few years. So um, then another piece was the transition into senior living. Um, I didn't have any experience or expertise with how to help guide someone in that in that search for their next uh, season. Um, I didn't have any resources. And so, you know, we'd leave a family purchasing their home and giving them the financial ability to, to move on, but they were still left with, well, what do I do? I don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the best I could give them were, you know, I know a community down the road, but that's just simply because I passed it on the way there. Um, I really wasn't a resource for them beyond real estate. Um, and then I ran across a, a company called Mom's House out of St. Louis. And um, 
that was late last year, and we, we got up there for a, a three-day training um, back in January, and their entire training was about empathy and how to navigate um, a real estate transaction with a family that is going through a very stressful time. Um, I felt we did a good job of it prior to the training, but it was it, their background in senior living really helped me build a resource network um, around the other things. You went from um, good to great. It, yes, I, I really do think so. Um, we've been able to not only help a family with their with their sale of the home and quickly. Uh, we can do it in as quickly as seven days, just like you wow. see on on TV. But yeah. um, a little little different approach, um, and we can it can be six months. Uh, we've got families now that are in the planning stages. They've got an offer from us. We've gone under contract, and we're we're just sitting tight until they're ready to move. Um, so that's a very common um, uh, timeline for them as well. And so, not only can we turn over uh, an offer for them that makes sense but also resources for uh, a lot of these folks have no idea where to go, like I said, with, with living. And a placement agent may be a great idea for them to point them in the right direction. You know, we work with families all across Dallas-Fort Worth, and so I can't be an expert in all the communities. I've been to your community. It's amazing. The, the you. setup you have um, is very unique. And I think from just my conversations with families, they're looking for more of an intimate setting, mm -hmm. um, something that is more home and not so commercial. Yeah, um, it's a nice transition. They're going from correct. a home, but you're trying to assist them in the sale of, it makes sense as a natural mm -hmm. next step to just be right. in maybe a larger home or a shared home yeah. experience with and, someone. And the families we, we talk with, you know, they're it's typically crisis mode. Um, yeah. They are, Coming either mom or dad's coming home from rehab and doesn't have an option to come home, uh, so the family is throwing together you know everything they can in a matter of weeks to to get mom or dad placed, um, or it's crisis mode on the financial side of things where they knew it was coming they just didn't have anything in place. Um, you know everybody tells you go buy long term care insurance today. Who does that? I mean yeah. I don't. Um, I, I don't know that if you, if you have long-term care insurance in place, maybe you do just because you live it. <laughs> but um, my in-laws have it. They're one of the one of the few people that I've heard have owned it. But it's a great product, and it but it really takes planning years in, in advance. It does, and you know, with long-term care insurance, the the policies of the past are mm -hmm. the excellent ones. They're and, gone. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard to find. I'm sure they're out there somewhere, but yeah. it is very hard to find really solid long-term care policies that yeah. are going to pay out enough. So sometimes right. if you don't have it or you have one that doesn't completely supplement what you need, mm -hmm. you know, for most people, the greatest source of wealth for themselves a lot of times is their home is their that home. is their biggest asset right so you're able to come in and i this is my fault i failed to mention the name of the company <laughs> i introduced you but logan is the owner of sage senior support and that is the company that came yes. from him starting this journey so you can go in and make an offer does the house have to be in excellent condition, pristine condition? Can it need repairs? Do they need to do repairs before they reach out to you? Yeah, great question. Um, no, it does not need to. It can be the original 1974 uh, carpet and 
wood paneling and uh, all of that that we know that you know how mom's house is typically uh, she's kept, kept great care of it um, but it's just outdated. Just no need to um, update. There's no need to update. Yeah. Well, for what? You know, I, the style's probably coming back though. Now. <laughs> Honestly, yes. There are. Uh, you got the greens and and the grays vintage, coming back. Yeah. Now that everybody loves vintage, um, so you you could argue there um, that no, actually, mom's mom's house is in great shape. Um, but you know, we see families um, in all walks of life in terms of wealth or uh, condition of a home. You know, if a home is is recently updated in the last five years, and I get out there and I take a look at it, and I tell them they don't need me. Um, I can be a resource for you on the care side and, and connect you with um, some different folks like a placement agent or an estate sale uh, company, um, an elder law attorney for that end of life planning um, on the legal side. But you know, a home that is fixed up and, and ready to be listed on the market, I point them to a real estate agent. That is their their best option because they're gonna get the most eyes on it. It's going to hit the MLS and it's going to be syndicated across Zillow and Redfin and mm -hmm. all the popular websites that we all like to, to use to find a home. Um, but our ideal um, situation or, or home condition is one that is outdated. Uh, one that where a family doesn't have the financial resources to fix the home, let alone move into senior living. And so that's generally why we're getting the call where there's an extensive rehab that needs to take place yeah, and that could, that's what we do that could be a burden to the family exactly and you're just to clarify mm -hmm. you're not a realtor Correct. you come in to purchase the home in the condition that it is yes yep so we come in we are we're not licensed agents um and i think that that's a a whole nother topic on on real estate agents and there's nothing wrong with them i use them every day um but you don't have to be an agent to purchase a home or sell sure. a home. Um, they are an advocate for both buyer and seller mm -hmm. and live and breathe it every day. So for 95% of the population, it makes sense that you definitely need an agent um, to help guide you through the buying or selling process. But for us, we're buying homes that in as-is condition, there's no inspections, there's no repairs that we need them to complete. Um, it is as you see it when we walk it with the family. Um, we turn around and uh, kind of level set with them with what our um, with what their neighborhood is doing in terms of comparable sales. So we look at homes that have been recently renovated or recently sold that are are fixed up, and you know the typical home in the Dallas Fort Worth market is around three fifty to four hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. um, you can be all up and down that spectrum. But just for an example, you know, we walk them through a $400,000 value um, because that's what their neighbors are selling for. So once we fix it up, that's what we'd be selling it at. Um, we show them that we are a for-profit business and this is how we feed our family. Um, and so we've, our profit is, is broken out. It is 20% of that um, after repair value or that market value of once it's fixed up. And then we go through the repairs with them. Um, and instead of a point and shoot, and throw a number out for what we think the repairs are, would be. It's, it's a thorough inspection with them, uh, walking through, taking photos, but flipping the script in terms of if money and time were not an issue, what would you do to the home? What have you been looking to do? And that's when their eyes light up and it, they just, oh, okay, well, this will be fun. 
So it's a checkbox system. I, I give them my iPad with large font, blown up screen so they can see it. Um, I've learned that over the, over the last uh, few years. And they kind of go through, oh, you know, the roof hasn't been replaced in 10 years. That's probably towards its useful life. Uh, the water heater, maybe the AC. Um, so you get through some of the big mechanical things. Um, windows, oh, those are the, the original windows, aluminum frame. Some of the seals are broke. Mm -hmm. um, so we go through and we put a line at them for, for windows. Um, and as they're totaling up all their things and moving into the bathrooms and the flooring and the baseboards and the doors, I mean, there's... Um, a lot of work uh, that goes into a finished product. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that's a great approach that you use, too, because with a lot of families that I've sat with and residents coming into yeah. our communities, it's very sad when it's time for them to sell the home that maybe they raised their children in, they spent a yeah. whole lifetime in, or maybe it's the home they bought after they were empty nesters and they mm -hmm. downsized, but that was kind of like, you know, one of the highlights of their life. Right. You know, it it is a grieving period that they go through. So to mm -hmm. offer to let them help redesign before yeah. the sale is a great way for them to still feel like their investment, what they've put all the love and care into. Yes. They're not having to deal with the burden of finding the people to make those changes because mm -hmm. that's what you offer. Right. They're just able to sit back and kind of be the designer <laughs> yeah. and get to send it off in its best condition where it's still loved and cared for. So I think that's an excellent yeah. approach that y'all take. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's a stressful time and it's an emotional time. You know, mm -hmm. we could be at a home for two to three hours and it's more about connecting with them and establishing trust because we can walk through the home and you can see photos on the wall and cross stitching here and quilts over there and you know you can say you can ask them you know, how many christmases have you had here and yeah. um, it just it opens the 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 story of what this home represents it's yeah, not it, just a number it is the story of their life yeah like you said, and you so there's the so many the um things that have happened in the, from birthdays to christmases thanksgivings um, and then just from the, the memories that have been built up over all the things that have happened and then where they're headed. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, a it's a stressful period of yeah. letting the home go, um, whether they have a choice or, or sometimes they don't, um, where, you know, intervention has happened and they, they have to be placed. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, we're coming from empathy and understanding what it is that they're going through and, not just a point and shoot and it's just a number and you know my offer is good until today let me know that's not how we operate um the the timeline for us is the family's timeline so like i said we've got a family that we're not closing for a few months and that's just simply because they need time to go through the belongings they've emotionally are done mm -hmm. and, and they're ready to move on but now it's just sorting through all of mom and dad's stuff yeah um i mean they've got I think over a hundred little of those 50 millimeter video reels. And so they're having those taken off and uh, digitally processed. Yep. And so it's, it's my parents it, did that recently. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the cool stuff that, you know, you, once a home starts getting organized um, and all those things getting picked out of, okay, this is the trash pile. This is the keep pile. Mm -hmm. This is Steve's pile. And this yep. is Judy's <laughs> pile. 
um, once that starts to happen, you know, it, it becomes easier and that's a process. And so we're there for that process. Um, like I said earlier, to connect them with resources that can, maybe they've, they've got a safe full of jewelry that needs to be assessed. Yeah. Um, so rather than going to a pawn shop, um, you can go to a, one of our trusted vendors that specifically deals in records or in jewelry or in gold bars, Coin, um, collections. coins, I mean, yeah, when, there's more money to pay for your care <laughs> aside from your home. Exactly. You have a, probably a whole treasure trove of things sitting right. around for some people. And, and I always bring it up with the families like, have you considered an estate sale? Um, most times we think of an estate sale after a passing, but with these families, they're looking for as much money as possible. Mm -hmm. So in order to accomplish that, an estate sale can, can be very beneficial for them as most of them think, oh, I've got nothing here. You know, I've got a few things on the table and a TV and an old TV stand and some couches. Um, you'd be surprised at what sells at an estate sale. Oh, yeah. So um, you, I think you said your mother loves... My parents are experts <laughs> yeah. at estate sales. Right. <laughs> they love going to them. It is one of their hobbies. Uh, my dad right. retired a couple of years ago now, and my mom's always liked going to them, but they've kind of found that it's kind of like their thing. They right. like going to see what treasures that they yep. can unearth and save for my brother and myself and our children and <laughs> you can't wait to get now. <laughs> we can't wait <laughs> so I they're mean, watching this so they, they they're laughing with us exactly <laughs> so um you know there's a uh, a lot of things move at those estate mm -hmm. sales and it's just another way to help generate some revenue or some income that they can then supplement uh as they as they move on to their next stage yeah so there's just things that people don't necessarily think about because you're only going to do them once or twice in a lifetime. So why would you have those contacts, you know, on the ready? You, you, nobody wants to think about end of life and all the things that you need. Um, and you're just saving it away for a rainy day. Yeah. Um, so it's just, when it comes time for those things, we, we want to be a resource for the family to, to help them in other things other than real estate. So let's run a scenario. Mm -hmm. Okay, Logan, uh, you're coming over, uh, to my family's home yep. and it's time for them to go into senior living and you're what well, we're thinking about selling the house and we think okay. this may be a good option you start talking to me about you know we're going through these are the things that need to be done and these are the contractors that mm -hmm. you're going to have in, come in to do that we've also got an estate sale that we're going to plan yep. so I, you're going to find someone that's going to run that estate sale right. um, we're going to look through my mom's jewelry and you've got a connection to do that and mm -hmm. then oh yeah i forgot we also need to get some legal documents done we need to get a power of attorney yes. executed we need to get advanced directives right um and you start talking to me about those things and i think okay well you can do that and i can pay you but maybe i want to save a little money and you just told me about all these things and now I know what I need to do. So what's the benefit of you doing it versus me doing it to try to save a little cash? Sure. Um, so I tell the families up front, they will make more money if they renovate the home and list it with an agent. It, you know, there's no, the 20% profit that, that is how we build our business. Um, that is gone. And so, uh, what I then, 
counter that with, uh, and, and not to in a, in a negative way, but just to educate, you know, there's uh, just from the contractor side of things, um, it takes anywhere from 10 to 15 contractors to do what we do. And for somebody who's not in the business of, of hiring contractors, that generally means you, you know, the rule of thumb is you want three bids from every contractor. Well, now we've just expanded it to, I need 30 to 45 contractors that need to come through my home to give me a bid for paint and give oh. me a bid for uh, the laminate flooring or for the tile work or for the cabinets. And you that's know. just for the repairs of the house. That's just for the repairs of the home. Not for the ancillary things yeah. that we've also discussed. <laughs> so this is just staying within our lane of real estate mm -hmm. and all the moving parts that take place once we own the home. Um, because day one, I already have the three contractors ready and they're, they're showing up on that Monday or that Friday to clean it out and get it ready and start demoing walls or demoing the countertops and the cabinets. For them, it's, you know, where do I go, first of all, to find that? You, you probably, somebody always has a brother-in-law or, or a sister that does something in construction. Um, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But one of the biggest things that I then turn around and say is make sure you hire somebody that you can fire. Yeah. Um, because firing family is not fun. It's not. You can ruin <laughs> relationships by doing that. Yes. Not to mention, you know, you talk about getting the bids and you mm -hmm. need to get three bids for each thing you're hiring mm -hmm. a contractor for. Once you decide on that, if you can get through all of yep. that madness, which I don't think I have the patience for, so you're already hired. <laughs> I'm not going to go any further. But for those people that yep. think, okay, I can do that. I've got the bids. Now, you are also the one that's in charge of inspecting their work. You're now the general done contractor. It correctly. Yes. And I don't have the expertise for that. Right. But you do. Yes. So you go behind the contractors mm -hmm. after you've gotten the three bids. Right. Or sometimes more. Or sometimes on, more. On um, and and we keep our contractors in check. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we will get opposing bids from contractors that we maybe haven't worked with in the past or we kind of cycle through like, hey, this home, these contractors are going to get, this next home, these other contractors are going to get so that they don't kind of get accustomed to always having our work. Um, yeah. It's just, it's the natural relationship of a general contractor and their subs. Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to the planning now, so now all the contractors have been hired. You've got 12 of them, they're ready to go. And now you think about the planning stages of when contractor A comes in because you wouldn't want painting to happen before electrical and plumbing and the other things that need to happen first. So it seems common sense and for the most part it is, but there are strategically lined out steps that need to take place to, so that you can inspect and oh, yeah. so that you can sign off on. And it also starts with the scope of work. You know, every contractor that we, we talk with uh, we have a written contract with them and they are licensed, insured, and they go about their business based on the scope of work that we both agreed to. Mm -hmm. um, that protects us as a general contractor for legal reasons, um, but also them as a contractor for us saying, well, this is what you told me to do. This is what I did. Um, so it, it's a two-way street there. Um, a lot of that is overlooked when someone's just doing it themselves or hiring you know, the, the referral from someone else that, oh yeah, they, they did my house a few years ago. You'd love them, which referrals are the number one way to, to get a contractor. Oh, sure. But 
there's just a lot of other things that take place. Um, so now from the timing standpoint, you know, why would you go our route? Um, because our, our number is lower than what you could get on your own is the time. It's simply, you know, I've got a, a timeline here in front of me for most folks. Um, and it's for a rehab for others, you know, it could take three months, four months, five months. Let's just, let's say that they're quite efficient mm -hmm. and they can, they can get all their contractors at the home and lined out and bids accepted in 30 days. Now you move into the start dates. So you start pulling permits for the necessary items that you need, electrical, plumbing, and HVAC, and sometimes a roof. And um, now you get them in the home, they start working, you're three months in, and then you get it listed, you get photos taken, and it's up on the market. Uh, right now, the market's changed in DFW a little bit from you know 12 months ago. Yeah. So consider that uh, in your timeline. And so a home could be on the market for 30 to 60 days with a contract in hand. And now you look at closing 15 to 30 days later, you're six months in and mom, need, mom or dad needed care six months ago. Yeah. At, so that's the, the biggest holdup um, for, it's that sheer dollar amount that you got. Like, man, I was really hoping for 300,000. Well, our offer's at $222,457, and it is down to the penny um, because it's, it, it's a science, and so we, we, and we give them that. Um, that's that checkbox system that we talked about earlier. Yeah. So, so it's time. You, you concede a little bit on the mm -hmm. overall profit. However, with you, they're getting a quick deal to close yes. if time is of the essence. Right. They're getting your expertise as a general contractor. They're getting your contacts. They're mm -hmm. getting input on what they're going to get to do right. to fix up the house. They're getting your organization. Mm -hmm. And they're getting all of these other connections that can assist in emptying that home out before it's time to go. Yep. And it seems to me personally like it's just kind of a no-brainer because all of these families that are trying to navigate this are mm -hmm. probably also dealing with their own careers and their own families they are and their own they things are. that are going on so add that to what they're going to have this yeah. daunting task that they're going to have with the home i think that your creation of <laughs> sage senior support has been phenomenal and well, it will you. be a great help to so many people. So if you guys have a home that you're needing to sell right now, if, you, if you're if you just thinking about it, it doesn't cost anything for Logan no. to come out and look things over, give you a bid. Uh, the bids don't have an expiration they do not. date no. necessarily. Uh, Unless Armageddon with, yeah, happens, yeah, with market. something different, but. <laughs> And to go one step further, uh, Logan partnered with an author and he is providing this book to anyone that is interested. You can email us at the email that's listed below. This is paying for long-term care and it's kind of a guide mm -hmm. on some steps that families can go through. Like I said, it is a free book and probably the most important thing about this book is the cover. Logan, who's <laughs> on the cover of that book? Uh, that is my grandmother and me um, at our wedding, or my wife and I's wedding 10, 15 years ago. I should know when our anniversary is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that is at our wedding. And um, yeah, so it's an important um, picture for me, but mm -hmm. also an important book as it 
helps illustrate um, the path for folks uh, who are struggling with how am I going to pay for this? Yeah. Um, and yes, selling the home is in there. It's one of the last options in the book um, because it's not for everyone, but sure. there are a lot of different ways, VA benefits, um, Medicaid, uh, you know, there's just a lot of resources in that book for helping others figure out where to go. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your business to come and share this information. Thank yeah. you for being an innovator in your field. You. We always love partnering with other innovators in the senior industry and yep. I wish you the best of luck. And again, if you guys need to reach him, we'll have his contact information there up on the screen. Please reach out. Mm -hmm.